0: it's episode 11 of the sport cap with ryan and jeremy it's a daytime sports p- cap pod ryan for the first time making history we are today that's it mate we uh, hit the the 10 ep barrier last
1: week and we thought why not do a daytime ep for number 11 mix it up a bit
0: yeah, we'll see how it goes. See if the energy levels are a little bit higher today than, than at 11 o'clock at night when we're usually doing our, doing our pod. But you've got your uh, sexy deep radio voice on today, Ryan.
1: Yeah, maybe I should uh, get, get sick a bit more often so I have this beautiful deep
0: voice. Yeah, trying to build the market for all the ladies out there, I guess, right, that are listening. That's it, man. <laughs> it's got to be it. Um, all right, yeah. What hat you got on? I'm 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 no hat at the moment.
1: Yeah, I realise, but you have a jersey on, right?
0: Yeah, but it didn't really have any relevance. I f- found it in my uh in my closet this morning when I was uh changing over my summer clothes. Now we've got all this beautiful weather.
1: I'm wearing my Emirates sponsors cap from uh Eurocup twenty nineteen in Notelia. Uh okay. a little bit of a a future, uh, kind of longing for the future. We're going back to Oz in, in September. Not flying Emirates, but... Um, <laughs> you wish you were. wish I was. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but one of my caps and it was a bit of a... I felt like a nice bright day, nice bright cap to have on. Nice and red and
0: white. Uh, mm. I'm going to run away from the microphone for like... Five seconds and get my act together and put on something.
1: That's it, man. If it's called the sport cap, then you can't come to the podcast without having a cap on your head. So let's see what Posse Boy gets back with here with his cap. Here he comes. Oh, my lord.
0: <sighs> All right. Back on track. I also found going through my closet my um, old Titans beanie. <laughs> So I can throw that on and, I don't know, come up with the idea of I'm actually happy to see the Titans this week. Don't know how well they're going to go, but I'm happy that their spine's back together, that they trained with for the, for the whole off season. Jaden Campbell coming back into the side uh, at fullback, and then you've got Brimson and Sexton and Clark um, playing in the halves and in at hooker. So I'm hoping that's going to bring us a bit of luck, get us a bit of form back and uh, throw points up against the the woeful dragons get it Mm, good recovery right (laughs) (laughs) all right last week rhino first things first we hit three from three on our hang your hats went hundred percent um give us a little bit more info of how how the rest of the week went
1: that's it mate we uh we put seven bets on total and we hit five of those for a three-unit profit. Uh, and as you said, three of three on your Hang Your Hats, which takes us to 14 from 28, 66%. And we're pushing that return on investment up to 29%. So if you're, uh, if you're jumping on our Hang Your Hat bets, you're, you're winning some good money. Um, so congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> And they were uh, under overs mm. last week. We discussed a bit quickly there that um, you know they're working for us and we're going to keep that trend going. And we did, and obviously we won. We had the under for Radius Bulldogs, the over for Panthers Eels, and the over for Storm and Dragons. Mm. So gotta love it. Uh, we jumped on to some early bets during the weekend. For this weekend, we were early on the Roosters at uh, plus one and a half. Uh, My argument there was that if the Eels were to get outclassed by Penrith and the Roosters put the Titans to the sword, then uh, it could have seen a swing there that the Roosters jumped to favourites. But that didn't really happen as the Eels beat Penrith. Mm. So we're still seeing... The same. Do you think
0: that it stayed the same there, really?
1: Yeah, yeah. I th- I would have almost maybe had the eels pushing out a bit more to maybe two yeah, minus two. Yeah, and a half that's what I mean.
0: So they had a good win, but they seem to the eels seem to step up against these big sides. Like they what eels, the Panthers and the Storm have only lost once, and both of them lost against mm. the eels. So mm. they step up, but then I don't know. Maybe it's a concentration thing when they're coming up against some of these clubs that are. I don't know, a little up and down, they, they, they don't show up as well as they do against these big, the big top two sides.
1: Exactly. We had um, their Bulldogs at minus four and a half as well against the Knights as an early bet. Uh, mm. We thought the Bulldogs were going to get up over Canberra, didn't mm. eventuate, uh, and we also didn't have much hope out for the Knights. They lost, but not maybe in the convincing fashion to have that line push out further. It's actually gone in now to the minus two and a half on the Bulldogs. Mm. So we'll let that ride, we'll see what happens. And then Mm. we have, we're on the Cowboys again. I think this is the third week in a row where their line is, um, way too short to start with. So it was at minus seven and a half to start the weekend. Uh, also when, when the odds open,
0: it's only pushed out to minus eight and a half, Mm. um, against the Tigers. Hmm. But like we know, that eight point uh, number can be quite critical, so sitting at sitting on the right side of the eight um, can uh, can be really beneficial exactly and and three of the last five games between these
1: two teams have finished with a margin of eight points so oh, there you go that eight and a half is playing a pretty deciding factor there, but we're
0: we can see, it may, Hopefully, that might push out a bit more, and our seven and a half looks better. During this week, you've been doing a diving in a little bit to against the spreads and stuff, um, with what home favorites, away favorites, and all that jazz. So, even writing, talking about the Cowboys, there they've got a pretty, a pretty good record against the spread. They're seven
1: zero and two against the spread, and they're four and zero. Uh, as the away team. So mm-hmm. they're doing really well. Um, and just after, so they're leading the comp in the against the spreads. Uh, mm-hmm. Stats, following up them is actually the Sharks, the Broncos, and the Panthers that are at 6 oh and 3 uh, mm-hmm. So they've covered six times and not covered three times. Yeah. And the Sharks will feature in a, a hang your hat a little bit later in the EPP.
0: Yeah. I think it's really interesting, obviously, um when you're looking at against the spreads it's the like giving the market you think what are the two surprise packets of this of this season so far and the first two that you have to pick i think is how good the cowboys are going obviously and then also how good the sharks are going so it's interesting when you're going against the spread they're they're still putting a lot of emphasis at the start of the year on previous year's results um and which must be affecting the way that the lines are looking coming into each week so maybe we'll see as the year goes on if the cowboys and the sharks keep performing that maybe that record against the spreads going to be a little going to change a little bit because obviously the spreads when you're going up against those teams are going to be a little bit shorter and more in favor uh, as the year goes on if they can keep being uh, consistent i would presume
1: exactly and the the um the betting companies are obviously losing money when it is such a highly weighted result so they're going to be trying to push that back towards the middle um, yeah. by offering uh some maybe inflated lines and maybe we can jump on the other side and and win on that uh looking at those favorites and and underdogs and how all that's going the favorites have won 50 of 72 games this year which is uh just a tick over 69 uh tick under sixty nine and a half percent. Um and the funny thing, looking back at uh twenty twenty one after nine rounds, it was fifty two of mm-hmm. uh seventy two. Which is, you know, two games difference of seventy two. That's it's crazy.
0: Yeah, that's nuts. Uh
1: then finishing off the year, it actually went up uh to seventy six percent for the favourites, so Judging by that, what we could see is that the favourites will probably tend to win a bit more to, uh, towards the end of the season mm. um, to even out that that percentage. Or it could be, you know, they do a big run in the middle and it goes over, and then it'll have to kind of reduce back. So something yeah, to keep our be eyes on.
0: Interesting to see how Origin plays a part in that now we're actually sitting and following it. Um, what would happen? It does, is the percent going to go down from. What, 69 through origin period because you get a few more upsets you get some different results maybe that you weren't banking on and then to the end the business end of the season after origin it might just start powering up over 80 or you know 85 percent and bring that percent up to the end of the year it's going to be interesting to to follow that stat through through the rest of the season very much so and and the biggest one that's jumped out here um
1: is the home underdog have covered the spread 70% of the time in the first nine rounds. So if you're looking for a, a kind of blind bet and to hit those percentages, then a, a home underdog is probably where you want to lay your money. Mm. Uh, I don't have any comparison to previous years. I just was working on that this morning. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a pretty big
0: number yeah obviously if especially in those bets where you're looking at sort of a 50 50 bet and you can't really f- pick a winner if it's yeah if you're betting at the tab or if you're doing your tipping i think if you if it's up in the air it's a good stat to go off and go okay if they're the home on the dog winning 70 percent of the time then it might be that that little stat that tips you over the edge to to make your mind up
1: and now we don't have any if you say um real home teams this weekend being Magic Round, but if you look at just the the, um, the placements of the teams who is designated home team and is an underdog this week, you're looking at the Warriors against the Rabbitohs, you're looking at the Titans uh, against St. George Illawarra, uh the Storm against the Panthers, and then the Roosters against the Eels and the Tigers against the Cowboys. So... You know, seventy percent, say seventy mm. percent of those games are the the home dog is going to cover, um, mm.
0: and you can see that happening. I think, I think this week is tough um, overall when you're looking at yeah putting your bets down. I think we've seen over the last few weeks a lot of big spreads, um, but this week everything seems to be tightening up. What well, I think the what the largest spread is twelve points um this week and there's a lot of games that are sort of sitting around between four and yeah f- like four and zero almost um or one and a half yeah you, you could got say
1: two two one and a halfs, two two and a halfs, um one four and a half then you up to six and eight uh before you get to that eleven and a half in the sharks and raiders
0: mm. yeah yeah so it's a tough week for tippers um uh, definitely I think a lot of these games can go either way, and then, like you said, losing that home field advantage um, to some of the teams might be might be critical. Because um, everybody's out, it's like a yeah, having a big festival in Brisbane. So it'll be interesting. It's going to be a a, a great weekend of footy, at least. But yeah, looking, looking at to our, to our bets this week, we've sort of gone over uh, quite a lot of games and s- skimmed through a lot of different stats, a lot of different angles of, of how to look at things. Um, it was kind of tough to, to find some really good solid bets to throw out there for us to hang our hats on. Um, I think, yeah, you were looking into the Roosters-Eels game. I think it's a really, really tough game, like we said, the, with a really, really tight, tough line. Um and then an okay total, but where did you end up there? I know.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at well, I'm going to propose that we get on Tupu to score any time, and then mm. the over total, uh, thirty nine and a half. It's sitting there at the moment. So the average total in the last six games for these teams is forty five and a half. Mm. Uh, we know that the Roosters are. Both Roosters and Parramatta are uh good offensive teams this year they're they're good at putting points on and they're also both actually leaking a fair bit of points, especially parramatta mm. so um the total there is is something that really jumped out to me and then uh looking at and trying to pair that up and get it put the odds out a bit, looking at the uh stats inside as fantastic. Try location analysis. Mm. Uh, the eels' right side defense lets in 39%. We, that's right, correct, isn't it? The right side defense is two pose, two pose the left wing. Am I correct? Yeah. 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 Um, so the roosters do favor that, that side with the kicking. Uh, of Keary and Walker and we've seen how Tupo uh scored, you know, in the previous few weeks there. So I'm I'm liking Tupo to score uh and the over thirty-nine and a half in that game.
0: Yeah, I like the fact that you brought up Kiri there. I think he had a hopefully a season changing game last, last week. I think he took a lot more control of the ball. Um and then he was also, yeah, it felt like his kicking game was a little bit more on song, and they were firing over to Tupo a little bit, so yeah, I think it's a great bet with tupo, um especially with the stats from the from the insider there, um backing up sort of what opinion we might have anyway, so yeah, that's really solid, and then, yeah, both teams leaking points, scoring points, Teddy was on song as well last week, so he'll be also. Yeah, trying to back up that performance um, with another big one. So, or sp- probably his third in third in a row the game he played two weeks ago. He was also in, in their loss. He was what man of the match, I think, um, in that game. Um, so he's finding form again. It feels like the Roosters might be on the way up again.
1: Definitely. What do you got your eyes on, mate?
0: Um, yeah, when I was sifting through everything, I think one of the big games for me. I've been looking a lot at the, at the spreads this week, um, trying to focus on that. And I like, I like, even though it's the biggest spread of the week at minus 12, it's still pretty low for me when you're looking at Cronulla against the Raiders. So it's 11 and a half, um, officially, but Cronulla got a win by 12 points there. Um, our model that we, were, that we put through, our 21 model that we have to sort of focus on a little bit more now when you're looking at Cronulla um gives us uh, a margin of 21 points um so I don't know it sort of felt like it was a little bit short there at 12. um and like when we've been talking I guess about home and away even though all the games are up in Brisbane when when uh, the Raiders have been playing top eight teams they played the Cowboys and lost 26 to six Manly 25 to six and the Panthers 36 to six so I think they're really, really struggling to put on points when they're playing against these top teams and away from home. So even though it's also an away game for the Sharks, it's, a, it's an away game for the Raiders as well. And the so, Raiders
1: are 0-4 against the spread as the away team this year. So not
0: looking yeah, good. So there them. you go, they haven't won. Um, and then you've got the Sharks when they've been playing at home or as the home team. Um, they haven't lost, so so I think that I found that quite interesting. Um, I think yeah yeah when they've also played, they're coming forward to the Raiders, yeah like the closest margin for the Raiders when they've been away from home is nineteen points as well. So, um, oh, against top eight teams that is they had a one point loss against the Warriors, but. Playing against these top eight teams, they haven't come in within 19 points. So so I'm liking that. Massive. Yeah.
1: I dove in a little bit to the Panthers and Storm game. This is probably one of the, the hardest games to bet, but also the most popular game to watch probably over the weekend. And you need to have something on this game mm. uh, to enjoy it fully. I started looking at the possible under-half-time total uh, for, mm. for this. Um, both teams concede uh, most of their tries down the edges and their goal-kicking percentages aren't very good now that mean he's probably going to be good doing the goal-kicking. He's only at 62% uh, and clear at 78%. So if you take that into account, uh, they, they score down the edges, they probably don't kick the goals, not all of them anyway. Uh, the total was 17.5 half for half time. And I, oh, I was a little bit hesitant. Maybe, like, it hadn't been, uh, I don't know, it's three converted tries, and three tries yeah. is not not a lot. Um, yeah, it's tough. But then I I looked at, okay, uh, what are they averaging in their first halves? So Storm are averaging in their games a first half total of 20 points, mm. and the Panthers are a tick over 18. Uh, mm. Now, Panthers haven't played really any. Solidly good teams. They've played Parramatta and they lost. Um, otherwise, you know, they've played Newcastle, uh, Canterbury, um, Brisbane, uh, Titans. Titans. So you know that number is is probably a little bit inflated. So you know, coming up against a, a staunch Storm defensive outfit, it probably will go down. Hmm. But I'm not sure that the Storm. Um, you know, or that both of them are going to go down enough to motivate a total of only 18. Mm. Um, so I looked, okay, should we change it to the over? Um, and I looked, okay, who's scoring the tries? And the Panthers have it allowed at least one try in the first half of every single game this year. And they've allowed two tries against Parramatta. So mm. I looked instead at the Storm over one and a half tries in the first half and it's paying $2.15. That's my second hang your hat this week.
0: Yeah, definitely. It is really interesting when you start diving in and, and maybe what your first theory is in the beginning that you might do an impulse bet on normally, but then once you start looking into it, you start to see some, some cracks uh, in the idea. And, and, and then for you, you've done a great job sort of stalking out what actually can work in uh, in the markets and finding maybe one of these little uh, bets that you wouldn't usually put on. Um, I don't think we've put any first half bet on the whole year, if I'm yeah, nope. if I recall correctly. So I think it's great uh, investigation work um, and to find that because that's a that's a a killer stat. And interesting to go through every game of the year and and find that Panthers have. Yeah, leaked a tr- at least one try. Um, so, yeah, you would expect a storm even with Paps out um, and Smith out, Remus Smith. Um, that is, I think, um, uh, yeah, the, I th- we, we saw last week that it didn't really affect their attack a lot. They they went absolutely berserk in the second half there, um, even with Paps injured. So um, I think Manny's been a, a good buy for them. He's fit in well. We saw how bloody quick he was when he put on the burners as well talking about all these young kids that are all all these new speedsters coming in from Panthers and Manly and and then you look at me and he just absolutely uh, burned down the field so he's been a good pickup for them and he'll fit in nicely there at the back Um, and we saw tip what Nico Hines did when Paps was injured last year he come out and now he's one of the best players in the league so maybe that's Raising the bar a little bit too high for Meany, but you see what the actual system, the system in place, and how the how the storm play fits perfect for a for a versatile fullback. So,
1: the rebirth um, of Nick Meany.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Do you have any more? Um, hang your hats, bro.
0: Oh yeah, I've been looking, dived a little bit into the history um of the of Manly versus Brisbane. First, I had a little bit of a look at how they went there in magic round in 2021 and um so I thought oh it must be a good a a good thing for Brisbane to have all these teams here and have all all the hype and then yeah looked at last year's result and it was 50 to 6 against against Manly um, as a loss um so I, (laughs) I was a little bit shocked there and then I dived into obviously in 2020 with COVID there wasn't a magic round there but in 2019 Manly also played Brisbane and Brisbane won 26 to 10. So I had a little bit of a look there into the, in the history of all the other games that they've played and the 26 to 10 result was actually the lowest score line that they've had in the last six times they've faced each other. Um, and so at 36 and, then, and their line is at 36 and a half um, total points in that game. So... Yeah, I think looking at that, it made me yeah, lean a little bit towards taking the over 36 and a half there. Um, and then you sort of look at how those two teams are playing at the moment, and both of them, um, four of their last five games, um, they've gone over the 36 and a half total. So it's a little bit sort of like the Eels and Roosters in, in that aspect where Both teams have been a, a pretty weak defensively, and then all of, us, all of a sudden, they've been, uh, for Brisbane's sake, I think Reynolds starting to f- get comfortable there. So they're starting to put on a lot more points. Um, and then Manly, obviously, they've had a bit of time with Turbo out. But Turbo's back and you can see them putting on a lot of points as well. So, so I'm liking the over. I don't I, It could be a 20-20 game, but it could also be another one of these blowout games where one team really sort of pushes on and, and smothers the other team so but I think uh feeling pretty comfortable that the game's gonna sit over thirty six and a half.
1: I agree, mate. We have some um, pretty good averages of our totals at the moment. Um we're on a three round rolling average of forty two point eight and mm. that's around about where where it needs to be and it'll probably keep there for a while, I would assume. Mm. Um the Round 10 average last year was 52 points. Wow. Uh, 52.8 almost as well. So uh, mm. 2020, it was 44. So looking at those numbers, you'd expect the totals to be um, a bit higher this week if that mm. trend is conti- to continue. Mm. But in saying that, there's a, there is only one game that is predicted by the bookies to get around that 40 mark and that's the tigers cowboys otherwise they're all under under 40 mm. which is interesting it's going to be um good to see how those models work out against each other
0: yeah absolutely but i think it's like in these weekends like magic round and the spectacles you, I, don't, I don't know you just sort of have a I guess it's more of a a feeling that you would but there's plenty of points it's like a big festival so it sort of reminds you a little bit of when, the, when they play the nines and it's exciting teams like to put other teams to the sword and and, and show off a little bit so and expect um a lot of these totals it will be interesting to have a look next week and see how many games uh, go over all of these low, low totals
1: exactly we what uh, about
0: you mate anything else anything no else that's all
1: that's all i'm hanging my hat on this week i I was looking at the under total for the Tigers, Cowboys, um mm. just in saying that, uh, because they are two well, the Cowboys are a very, very good defensive outfit at the moment. Mm. Uh the Tigers haven't really got their attack uh going and they're not scoring a lot of points even in the games they play. So that's a kind of a side bet. I'll look at a bit closer to the game, see if that line moves. Um but yeah, that's all I got my eye on. And I'm gonna have the Tupo try any time try score and over 39 for the roosters eels as my rolling thumbs streaker we're both back down to zero
0: yeah it hasn't this hasn't been a good segment for showing off our individual betting <laughs> skills really has it <laughs> we're both one for four so yeah yeah rolling thumbs it's tough i think like i was having a little bit of a look trying to um i don't know have a have a bet on the Titans this week. Um, so I was looking also at the over there, like with both the dragons and the Titans defenses being pretty rubbish. Um, and then the spine coming back together. Um, I was looking at that, but I think it's still a little bit fifty fifty. that game could also be the worst game to watch of the whole round um, and be pretty boring and be full of mistakes and no one really doing anything. So, I don't know. I th- <sighs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a whole other st- uh, strategy here, um, I think, and I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to take the Cronulla Sharks at 125 <laughs> to beat the Canberra Raiders. The money line. Yeah, I'm going to take the, the straight-out money line at 125 and see if we can start getting some thumbs to roll. That's it. And, and build the kitty at a 30%, a 1.3% bet. Um, like I did a little bit earlier in the year with the basketball.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I was taking teams that were, yeah, between sort of 1.3% 1. and, and one5 and i went on a i went on a pretty good run there i think I, I think i hit eight eight nights in a row um and then lost it all and played on something stupid and had a few beers one night and emptied the kitty again but, but the idea was there at the start and i think it, it went okay for for a little while there and and then I, I think i actually lost it a couple of times on the on the warriors when they had a little bit of a dip in the year but i'm gonna take that uh that uh, tactic from now on and take The Sharks
1: at 1.25. Sounds good, my friend.
0: Mm. All right. We don't really have a lot more to say considering you're sitting on your lunch break at a a conference and I don't know.
1: We should wrap things up. Wrap it up there. Thanks for a Mm. a nice quickie today. Mm. Daytime quickie. You're going to love that.
0: Always my pleasure. Good, sir. Sport cappers. Thank you. Keep following us on social media. Have a good one. Have a great magic round. Bye bye. Bye bye.